When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Folks, what is up? Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan on one of the biggest days of the year. If you are a Vanderpump Rules, and I know you're a Vanderpump Rules lover, and I know everybody seems to be a Vanderpump Rules lover at this point. Even Candace Dillard Bassett went from not liking the show to liking the show all of a sudden. So they're coming. By the way, welcome all vanderpump lovers new old we welcome you the water is fine please come in but i will tell you us with the people we, we that have been there for years and years this is our time this is like that cory uh cory feldman speech in goonies this one this penny this changes mine so i'm taking it all i'm taking them all back that's a deep cut also 
just so you know, uh, I have my hair like Tom Sandoval. I'm wearing all black like him. He uh, He's very emo at the reunion today or the, uh, yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this. So this is my Tom Sandoval emo of like, nobody understands me, dude. You don't understand. We're in love. Everyone doesn't love me the way Rachel, I mean, Raquel, I mean, Rachel loves me. You don't even get it, dude. And then you guys, here is my, here's my, here's my Raquel Rachel imitation. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see if you're listening, I'll explain what I'm doing. Okay. And then she just vapes. Uh, I just pull, I put a hood over my head like she did in that TMZ video. Okay. I've got a hat on right now. Actually, this is my Tom Tom hat that that Sandoval gave me, and I'm gonna just turn that backwards. And by the way, I I always have my props around me because I'm the carrot top of Bravo. Once more, I will show you the Richella wrist bracelet he made. That Tom Sandoval. There's only 15 of these in existence, supposedly, and Tom gave me his. Tom, I'm willing to sell this back to you at this point because it seems like it might have an emotional element to it right now. Uh, also, I love this prop right here. It's the Sir Dumpster that Ether and Opal uh, uh, makes. I think this is great. It says Suck a D on the side, and it says Jax was here over there, which, by the way, we've got a lot to talk about. How are you guys, by the way? Before I really get fired up, I hope you guys have had a great week. Uh, it has been a long week. We are, what is this, day 21 today? of the the scandal breaking and listen i go in waves just like i do with my life and my own mental health you know it was not exciting but it was really tragic it was really bummed then i was kind of excited just creatively you know like i think a lot of bravo accounts were like wow i haven't felt this way since uh erica jane's dorky husband built all of those people out of millions and millions of dollars or jen shaw going to prison but this had a different element right because there was this kind of romantic element of this wow maybe guys can be actually great in relationships maybe this couple ariana and tom maybe though that this is the couple and then it turns out this guy is potentially worse than jack's and that was shocking. So I would go like, uh, I would, was bummed out. Then I was excited. Then I was bummed out again. Then I was excited, then bummed out. And I'm coming around too excited again because the reunion did happen today. And it's like, I'm just, I was so nervous for Ariana. We've, we're going to go through a lot of the reunion information that I have so far. So to tell you up front, uh, four and a half minutes in, this is part one. I'll probably be breaking this episode into two parts. The first part is going to be all reunion and Jackson, Brittany on watch what happens live. Like I've been joking about for weeks, Sandoval and men out there, men listening. This is why you don't cheat because if you cheat, Jax Taylor will come back to the Bravo universe with a vengeance. Like this, I feel like some ancient evil, I keep saying ancient evils have been awakened. And now we've got this D bag out there. No offense, Jax. I'm sure you're a great guy. I mean, who knows, but uh, and Brittany seems like a very nice person, but we've got him going around doing a victory lap. When this guy, I was like, man, I always thought Jax was the best cheater of them all. He was like literally the number one guy cheater in the group. And now it's like Sandoval has like taken that position away from Jax. And Schwartz, don't worry. We've still got our eye on you. And I believe you've done a lot of really great cheating in the past. So don't, 
Um, don't, you know, don't sell yourself short shorts. You can get there someday, I'm sure. But right now, Sandoval is is the guy. So part one is going to be thoughts about the reunion and Jackson, Brittany and watch what happens live and all that dirt. Part two is going to be the recap of Wednesday night's episode. Uh, I believe it was called galaxy gaslighting. Great name, but we got to, I want to start, you know, we got to start right now before we can go look into the past. Right. Um, also, if you like the show, please rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, if you want more, go to the patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Hello, baddies. That's what we call ourselves. Also, I was thinking just uh, I know for a lot of you guys, it's so fascinating. I was thinking about Vanderpump style drama in terms of like podcasting and doing it is what I do and so many other great people do. And I don't know if you guys heard this week about the Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis kerfluffle. Yeah, I said kerfluffle, but there was a kerfluffle and I would imagine it's very real. And it seems like it was very painful for Heather McDonald, who I mean, Heather McDonald, I mean, what a what a privilege to have been on her show. And she came on mine. What a great favor that was. But I was thinking like this, this has done good probably for both of their shows. I mean, you've got like the Taylor Swift army, which is Heather. And then would you, who would you who would you equate Jeff to? Would that be like a harry styles army or something like that anyways the point is i'm desperate to get into a podcasting feud uh if there are any podcasts out there that would like to get into a feud with me i think it could only help at this point <laughs> i don't know i want everybody to be happy everybody's beautiful okay so what well okay so this reunion guys there is so much information. So we're going to go kind of piece by piece. I'm going to try to play you some audio as much as I, I can. So Andy, he was already getting everybody excited saying, oh, I just watched the last couple of episodes. And when I tell you it is the most intense, dramatic episodes I've ever seen, you always kind of take it with a grain of salt because I remember that one really, really shitty season of Real Housewives of Orange County where he was like, there's nothing in the world like this season. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, if you're equating it to garbage, like that was, I mean, remember that one season that was like really bad. And I always remember Andy was like, no, you don't get it. It's the best. So Andy, I always say is like this amazing carnival barker that I'm like, the, the, um, they, I mean, think about how much, like, I just get exhausted. I don't even know how Andy has two kids on top of all the crap he does. And I was thinking about this today in terms of, you know, like the, the average human, uh, deals with only so much drama in their lives, right? Like they might have divorce, breakups, deaths in their family, sickness, all of these bad things. Right. But it's usually just for their life. Andy has been in a front row seat, almost encouraging it, but I don't mean that in a bad way, but he has sat there in ground zero for some of the most, the biggest emotional upheavals that we've seen where we've been like, damn, is this real? And Andy's been front and center. And I wonder sometimes about Andy's uh, mental health, Andy's space. Like, and also is he so desensitized at this point? Like, I have a feeling that the scandal actually even shocked him because he's so used to like housewives and he was so used to like the bad boys of, uh, of Vanderpump rules that I think he was truly shocked that he was like, wait, we're 10 seasons in and this actually just happened. Wait, these guys are like in their forties and they just did something that usually people in their twenties are getting that kind of mess. So that was wild. So let us uh, take you through. And by the way, uh, I'll say this a couple of times. 
the notes as always for the show notes, which I'm going to recap in part two, Juliana Carraza. She kills it every time. Uh, she's just so great. So what I do is like, I'm able to watch the show three times and then she gives me the notes the next day. I'm able to watch it one time uh, with her notes so I can like compare my notes to it. And it makes it like, it just kind of, uh, puts it more into my DNA. When I say like stuff like this, I realize that it sounds ridiculous and it'll be used against me in a court of law one day, but so be it, right? Um, also, thank you to the YouTube audience. We grew so much in YouTube in the last week and a half. I attribute that to Maritza Lopez, who does all my graphics. If you watch that mid-season trailer, I know you could have listened to it on, on uh, podcast the podcast as well, but it was so fun to do on YouTube and that was all her, her graphics and all of that stuff. And I got to say, this week, it might not have been the best week for us emotionally, me and Maritza. I mean, not together. We have separate, like, bad things happening in our lives. But creatively, I think this has been one of our best weeks ever. And just, just to throw an example at you, is this is how great Maritza is and can be to work with. Um, at our best, is that all, like, so they were doing the seating charts for the reunion. Bravo did something unprecedented and threw out the seating charts. In fact, two seating charts, which we'll get to, uh, like, really early on in the day. By the way, I'm recording this at, like, 10.30 at night because I've been waiting for more information to drop. So I'm going to be exhausted. I just, like, chugged a cup of coffee. Also, you might hear my dog snoring and or coughing in the background because she's just an elderly dog and she's not well. So I apologize about that. Um, but anyways, we were seeing the seating charts and I sent her the seating chart. I said, hey, could we do this? But maybe just put some really like old, like weird ones, like maybe have Peter moderate, maybe have like Katie Maloney's mom. And I'll, and then she was like, oh, we totally can do that. I was like, put Sheena in a disguise. And these are just like, this is like spur of the moment idea, right? And most people are like, oh yeah, I'll get that to you in a week or something. Maritza's always like, yeah, let me on it. And by, I'm talking like four hours later, she had it just so perfectly. And we did our Vanderpump Rules seating chart of what we would want to see I mean, uh, after the actual reunion, I had Peter, we had Peter as the head, and then we had the Sir Cook, the Sir Cook who laughed when Kristen was fired. Do you guys remember that? He was like, ha ha, Kristen's fired. And then we had Hanky and Panky, Lisa Vanderpump's uh, uh, ducks. Then we had Terry Maloney, Katie's mom, one of my favorite people. And I, I mean, I keep saying, she is just the nicest woman. She reminds me so much of my mom. I think she's younger than my mom, but she's just so nice. Um, Summer Moon. Also, if you see this picture of Summer Moon, I'm holding it up to the camera. She is just so dang cute. These Vanderbilt kids, they're not, they don't mess around. They are, are really cute. Then on the other side, we had Sheena in disguise because remember, Sheena couldn't be there when Raquel Rachel was out there at the reunion. And I'll explain that in a second. Then we had Greg, the evil owner from Schwartz and Sandy's of like, listen, guys, you're a bunch of jackasses. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, which turns out Greg might not have been wrong in retrospect. And then we had Bethany Frankel because my thought was you got to put Bethany in there because she loves attention and she loves to hop on whatever's hot at the moment and give her thoughts, even though they're not asked of her. I say the same for myself. And then of course um, this is gone, but not forgotten. We had dog Schwartz's lizard. Remember that 2019 to 2019, it was the season over um, the pandemic. They had, they had shot it. But we were home in our houses watching Vanderpump Rules that season going, wait a sec. That's when, oh God, speaking of that, I always say that's when the show jumped the lizard. They always say jump the shark, but I say jump the lizard because I remember going, are you effing kidding me? Are we doing an episode about a, a lizard's memorial? 
and it's a pool party like do you do you like let me i know you guys have blocked it out because of trauma but remember that where it was like i remember being in the house i think during the pandemic already being mad about that and then going am i fucking watching a lizard's funeral where they're just getting tanked around the pool and it was i just i remember that vividly and and i was just like wow how far this show has fallen and now look at us we're back completely dog is forgotten by the way rest in peace dog um and that was the other thing if i'm not mistaken i believe they because remember when like schwartz he was like djing he had like dj equipment in their house i think if i'm not mistaken they buried dog in the backyard uh, i'm not i don't think i'm making this up and and I'm, i i wonder you yeah you know what i wonder but like yeah anyways so that was how good Medica is. And I think we've just been on fire uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, it's it's great. Like the if you go to the Instagram account, Ryan, uh, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, you'll know like the really good ones. Um, you know, like the the show images are Medica, the that scene charge, like anything that looks like an artist did it, that's Medica. It, you'll know the ones that are mine because they're just like paparazzi pics of Tom and Raquel on Break It Reunion and I have them in their all black emo nights outfits and then I was like oh I'll just put two trash bags there as well because that's what they, they dress like two trash bags those are mine because those are so easy to do for me because it's just a stupid idea Maritza is an artist anyways so thank you to Maritza and thank you to Sandra who books the show and 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 does a Patreon and all of that stuff so there's such a good and Mar Marissa as well marissa takes notes in terms of just like oh have you seen this have you seen that have you seen this in terms of everything that's happening happening in the bravo sphere and the entertainment sphere um and i know i'm kind of rambling but i just want to thank these people because they're such a huge part of this show in my daily life and also marissa will give me all this other entertainment stuff and i haven't really been able to fully focus on other entertainment stories and this is a pop culture podcast but it, i've been so uh, Dick Deep and Vanderpump rules uh, drama. And it seems like every story in some way relates back to Vanderpump rules. I hope I'm hoping now this will subside a little bit now that we have the reunion. Um, can you imagine we've gotten some uh, we have Sheena and Ariana. They posted Sheena posted them having like martinis or espresso martinis afterwards. And then you see Chris and Dodie try to like jump into the shot like, oh, you, okay, Ugh, like trying to get in, in there. I don't know if you guys saw that. So we know they're out there partying. <clears throat> and I know a couple people that I was texting with earlier that are going to go meet them. And I really hope that area, I mean, what a traumatic day. Like, think about this. This started three weeks ago for her. And just, I mean, our breakups, we, you know, we don't have to put on television or anything like that. So what a bizarre what already like just 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 horrific heartbreak and all of this stuff. But then to have all of us commenting on it, Bravo wanting their piece of it because it's gotten so successful. Like if this show wasn't successful at all, this would have been a non-starter. Right. And also so I, I talked about it earlier this week and also yesterday's episode. I commented on I did a whole segment on Raquel's TMZ full interview. Um, so go and check that out. But I always think how. <laughs> 
it's just weird that we're doing this all televised. Like we're eating up every morsel of it. It's not just the show on Bravo anymore. It's all of it. It's the social media aspect. It's the TMZ aspect. It's the rumors. It's the blind items from Demois. There is so many elements to this. Back in the old days when Vanderpump Rules started, you had a fraction of any of this. So I just wonder, as I call it, like, you know, in terms of your own mind, a breakup is still horrible, but throwing this all on top of it, like what does Ariana do from this point on? And I know she booked a movie for lifetime. Um, I'm curious what Tom Sandoval does at this point on, like what happens? I believe Lala said on her podcast, give them Lala this week that um, Ariana was, you know, obviously going to have to sell her house. Now I don't know if that was information she was supposed to give, but she gave that information. So, um, okay. Anyways, uh, Jackson, Brittany, uh, we're on Watch What Happens Live last night. And by the way, like I mentioned last uh, on for last Friday's episode, the episode with Katie Maloney and Danny Pellegrino was the season high in total viewers. Now, the week before that, Lisa Vanderpump was on Watch What Happens Live, and that was the season high. So then Katie and Danny beat that. Now, Jackson Brittany come back. And guess what? Season high. They beat both of Lisa Vanderpump and Danny and Katie. And it just shows you that people are definitely curious about what Jackson and Brittany have been up to, but it also shows you that this story is not dissipating. It's growing and growing and the interest is growing. It's always been us wackos, right? But now you're getting people outside this original bubble. Like I always used to say on the show is that like, I know that we, you and me, we love Bravo, but I always said, are we bringing anybody new in? It's all this, like, it's, I see all the same faces online. I see all that, you know what I'm saying? But this, this incident seems to be bringing new eyes in. I've literally keep seeing the tweet. Hey, I, is Vanderpump Rules that good? Should I start it? So many people have gone back to some people are trying to be a part of the Vanderpump economy because they see. Now, listen, I mean, go to a show because you like it or start a show and see if you like it and tell us your honest thoughts, but don't jump on any bandwagon just because everybody's talking about it. So Jax, uh, <laughs> this is great. Jackson Brittany had a triumphant return to watch what happens live. A lot of information was spilled. It was classic Jax Taylor in the sense that I believe a third of it, but I, I want to say this is how good Jax was feeling with himself the next morning is that Jax Taylor tweeted a screenshot from 7.42 this morning to uh, Ariana, Lala, and Sheena Marie. And he wrote, knock them knock dead today, girls. Don't forget to breathe your prose right there. Uh, don't forget to breathe. I believe a comma should be after that. But, you know, uh, you, you are pro your, but Y-O-U. Anyways, uh, your prose thinking of you. Okay, so Jax put this out, which is a really nice thought, right? And then he has Lala going, thank you, Jaxie. Sheena Marie saying, thank you prayer hands emoji and then ariana thank you double hearts now this is amazing right really nice sentiment you know what's also a really nice sentiment keeping it to yourself right <laughs> do you ever do you it's like do you do you guys ever wish somebody well after a traumatic event and then post hey look this is proof i did it and this is proof they all respond I mean, do you, I always think, too, about the amount of people that are potentially coming at Ariana right now, wanting to be in her orbit right now because everybody is so pro-Ariana. 
that is like got to be really nice. And it's also going to be really scary in a sense. I mean, Sandoval, this is what you did. You brought in Jack, you brought in Jackson and Ariana closer together. I know Jax, let me just point out again, has said so many awful, awful things about Ariana. Yet there he was on Watch What Happens last night going, Andy, I'll tell you this, that Ariana's a fighter. She's, I've always thought she's very strong. I've always thought she is amazing. And Sandoval can't control her. That's why. And he can control Raquel. Now, that's a great thought. I believe there's some truth to that. Yeah, Ariana was an equal, if not better than Sandoval in a lot of ways. And we've we've beaten that uh, idea into the ground of, you know, I was saying like, yeah, Sandoval, uh, you know, she looks up to him with those big Bambi eyes. And he's like, I can put any idea into your head that I want. That's awesome. Yes, I love everything you say. Um, so I, I, I agree. Like, that's what I was like. Oh my God, am I agreeing with Jax? Uh, but it is weird because they did a full media blitz. They were on entertainment tonight, Jackson, Brittany. They were, I mean, in, E interview. I mean, they were just like pigs and shit. They were loving it. And they said, hey, this isn't just because of Sandoval, you guys. They have a new podcast, When Reality Hits, that I believe premieres on Tuesday. And I'll tell you, I don't really listen to reality show podcasts anymore. But you're damn, are you, I'm going to be checking this out. Are you kidding me? Yes. Because I think what uh, I've tried, like podcasting is so damn hard. Like people, it's really funny when people get into podcasts and they're like, there's so much glamour in it. It's like, they're like, oh, look at all the attention. No, it is just like, it's like, it's, I always compare it to like the deadliest catch, that reality show with the crab fishing, just throwing the pots out and bringing the pots back in and just staying up really awful hours. If you're really doing it at like really putting your, your heart into it. And I wonder how long Jackson Brittany can do this. And I, I talked on another episode, it would be good if Jax really told the truth and stuff. But if Jax tries to present, you know, pious Jax of like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how it really is. Now, I played a character named Jax Taylor on reality television. It's just not me. So Andy did a lot of those kind of butter up, quite, you know, of like he, he did exactly what I said he was going to do. One of the things was, did you ever think that you would be the final couple standing? And, you know, Brittany loved that. And, you know, like I would say, Brittany seems really nice, but it was just really not triggering, but it was odd because you're just like taken back to that time when they were on the show. Now, everything is going Jax's way right now. He even said, uh, I think on a, po a post somebody sent me, he he said, a, or a comment about his reality show. He said, even haters are fans, which I mean, that's a great way to look at it, but I can definitely tell you haters are usually not fans. Just for personal, I mean, you know, I, I would rather have people like me then, hey, uh, who knows? It doesn't really matter. And he said something of like, that's right. Me and the missus are back, baby. So I'm really curious what it's going to be like. Now, of course, they probably won't be doing any of their editing, any of that stuff. So I'm really, really curious about that. Um, what did you guys think about Jackson Brittany's appearance? I mean, were you guys fascinated with it? Were you triggered by it? Um, uh, so we found out some other information we found out this was actually fascinating. He said two weeks ago, he finally texted his mom. Remember him and his mom had a falling out after his dad's uh, funeral. And we had seen Jax's mom on the television series in one of the seasons. Seemed like a nice lady, but he just refused to talk to her. But two weeks ago, he texted her and he said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about my son, little baby couchy. And, uh, you know, I don't, uh, you know, he's going to ask questions and I don't want to. And by the way, that's so great. Like, I think we all wanted him to 
make amends? Who doesn't want to make amends with your mom? Who doesn't want that? My, my, my question though, when hearing this was first of like, good. But the second was two weeks ago. And I was like, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. And I was like, okay, two weeks ago. Uh, that's like the weekend. That's like the week after all of this broke. And I was just like, what a weird time in all of this. Was there Sandoval? It was, it was the Scandoval at all. And of like Jack's of like, we're about to do a full media blitz. I better get my house in order. <laughs> I gotta, I better talk to my mom again before I get out on the, uh, the trail, because that's something that people have always held against me. It's probably not that it's just probably very interesting timing. He also said that he talks to Tom Schwartz every day and Tom Schwartz definitely knew about the affair for longer than a month. And Brittany was like, what are you talking about? I didn't hear that, Jax. And she's, he's like, no, no, it's true. It was, that was very classic Jax too. Did you notice that he did that a couple of times where Brittany goes, what, really? Oh, you didn't tell me that? Which always shocks me because it makes me think either Jax is completely lying again or they don't have good communication skills. Because how would you not, like, how in the last two weeks would he have not shared that with Brittany? Do you know what I'm saying? So that was really uh, interesting to me. Also, this bummed me out. He said, well, he said Sandoval has definitely cheated more than just with Raquel. He says he knows that for a fact. He also brought up Miami girls saying, hey, dude, I was there. I was like literally on the bed over, which is just disgusting to think of a Jax going like, yeah, get it, get it, Sandoval. Yes, I'm getting it with Miami girl. Yes, yes starting to sound like starting to sound like beavis more and more yeah yeah i'm beavis yeah shut up beavis um i'm losing my mind so so anyways he said that he had seen tom at a labor day party and you guys i knew that was true somebody did tell me or maybe it was even sandoval that told me that jacks that they did bump into each other at a, at a Labor Day party. Somebody told me this. Like somebody, when it happened, I was like, oh, no way. And I was like, okay, maybe they're going to be mending fences. But Jax last night said he was there with Raquel and Ariana was not there. And during the party, her grandmother passed away and that he lied to Ariana and said he couldn't get an Uber to go back. And they were like way far away. Like it was like Hermosa Beach or something, which is very far away from Valley Village. And, uh, and Jax was like, yeah, people were like getting Ubers all over the place, coming in and out, getting Ubers. It, you know, he lied to her completely. Now, once again, you have to take everything that Jack says with a grain of salt, but it's very interesting and sad to think about that being true because when Ariana, I mean, that's, that's deeply painful, especially she had already lost Charlotte, her dog and Raquel was with Tom Sandoval, but Ariana wasn't. And he didn't go home after that and lied about taking an Uber. Now, I do kind of think, why would Sandoval tell that, tell any of that to Jax? Unless Jax found that out after the fact or through another source. But wild though, it gives us that kind of time for a Labor Day, right? That's the, so Labor Day, that's the end of May, right? I don't know. I, no, 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 that's the one that's the end of August. <laughs> that's, I think that's the end of August. So it means that was in full bloom which also then means, I mean, the timeline on this, which I hope we find out more about at the reunion, is kind of just wild to think about. So also we found out that Brittany is, uh, has never been fr friendly with Katie Maloney. Uh, she also said that she 
saw uh, Stassi at Ocean's second birthday party and they hugged because remember, uh, Jackson Brittany bailed on Stassi and Bo's wedding in Italy at the last minute. And there was a lot of kerf- another kerfluffle about all of that because, and she said, well, Cruz didn't get his, uh, Cruz didn't get his passport in time. And, uh, and then Jackson was like, and her mother had a friend pass away, which I heard was all true. But then you also heard something I believe from Bo saying that like, Jax was like talking about not going to their wedding on a text thread with a bunch of guys. And I think Bo accidentally was on that text thread or Jax didn't know he was on that text thread. So it seemed like Jax had knew, known for a while that he wasn't going to go. And Brittany was like, yeah, yeah, maybe he won't go. I was definitely going. I wanted to go. And I think, I believe that. I think Brittany definitely would want to go because it's Stassi. Um, God, it's so weird. He, Andy also asked, what, what do you miss? Three things you miss about Stassi. And he was like, uh, Nothing, nothing. She's like a sister. And then he asked the Dodie later and she's like, oh, Dodie, she's like a sister. And it's like, Andy was like, it's really weird. All the people that you sleep with eventually wind up sisters to you. That's really something to deal with in therapy. Which, by the way, that would have been another great question to ask Andy. By the way, I'm saying I want to go on Jackson Brittany's podcast. I'll say it. Like, I'm, I'm tent. I, I would, I would be interested. I would love to be able to have an honest conversation that I knew people would be able to hear. Oh, I don't know. I go back and forth on that. Anyways, so it, it was really kind of uh, interesting and sad. Uh, and 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 it's another example, I think, of people hopping on. Like Brittany was like, I love Ariana. She really sweet. I always love. And I believe that. I believe that. At, uh, I believe that Brittany really does like all of these people. And when she gets upset, I believe she momentarily gets upset, or at least that's how it reads. But I believe Jax holds long grudges and then i believe it's kind of like the uh the grinch's heart grew a thousand times but it's like when jacks gets attention and good attention i don't think he's been used to that for a long time so i think he's probably really riding that wave even though i also hated the leather jacket he was wearing in all the press interviews it was like a ramon style it was just it didn't work for him so anyways Jax and Brittany are back. Jax wished uh, all the ladies a good job at the, re- uh, you know, good luck at the reunion. You're all pros. Now, Demois. Oh, by the way, so Ariana, the, the, all the paparazzi was out getting uh, pap, pap shots of everybody walking in, walking out of the reunion. And Ariana walked in. Uh, she walked with this boys don't lie or boys do lie sweatsuit that was awesome you know and ariana everything she has handled this so note perfectly but at the same time i don't even believe it's like i believe that's truly who she is but she's handled it really really perfectly now i've seen some haters in even in some of the comments it's always funny when i get a really hateful comment about ariana i usually go to their page and it's always like january 6th we need to do it again. It's always like, I'm like, okay. But it was something of like, listen, she's not an icon. She's just somebody that didn't sleep with Sandoval. And this is what happens. And it's like, how much hatred in your heart do you have to have? Like everybody's entitled to their opinion, right? But like, it's always just wild. The people that go there, like really go there. Anyways, we had this uh, Demois uh Demois blind about the VPR reunion intel saying there'll be an exclusive interview during the reunion with just Ariana and Tom. Now on yesterday's podcast, 
I t- I broke a little news from this saying this is not going to happen. It's going to be one-on-one with Ariana and Andy and one-on-one with Tom. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Andy. So this didn't happen, but that did today. Supposedly that's, you know, everybody, all the cast members got their phones taken away. Remember how you get really annoyed at a concert or a comedian like Chris Rock. When I went there, they made you put these phones in a little pouch and then they unlocked it at the end of the thing. So then you're like watching the entire Uh, you're watching the entire show without your phone and you're just so not used to doing that because we're so trained to have our cell phone in our hands at all times. Well, anyways, they took the cast members' phones away with them. So away from them. So Lala was like, this is is the last time you're going to see me and my pussy. Lala always loves to 
She didn't say that, but that's always how I it. <laughs> Anytime Lala's on screen, she's always like, I'm getting my dick. She is the younger version of Erica Jane. I'm like, yeah, Lala, you're going to get that dick. Oh, Erica Jane, we're going to compete for dick. <laughs> so anyways, the, this uh, blind was not fully true, but sort of true. So they did separate interviews with Andy, but not together. Thank God. Um, also, we got this blind from Demois during. Now, by the way, they wrapped early. They wrapped at like 730, which kind of bummed me out. Because remember when Andy will do those Housewives reunions, especially Beverly Hills, he'll be like, it's 1030 and we still got one more segment to film at night. And they started late today from what I heard behind the scenes. Um, so it worries me that it was that quick. And part of me got scared. Did somebody refuse to film anymore? We saw those paparazzi photos from Backgrid of uh, Tom and Rachel Raquel in their all, their all black emo night outfit. I mean, Raquel Rachel really does seem to have switched her style to more of a Tom Sandoval friendly style, but Sandoval is coming off just very emo night with the white nails, the cigarette, by the way, I said in a recap last week or, or no, the mid season trailer recap that he was drinking like a diet Sprite or something. We'll be back to that in just one second. Now is my favorite part of the show when I get to talk about our sponsor. And today we have a returning sponsor. Uh, it is our friends over at Nutrafol. Uh, now, I love Nutrafol because, listen... I love my hair. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say it, and I have a vested interest in continuing to have glorious hair. And I, so I am now a proud user of Nutrafol, and I think you should be too. Uh, now I'm a dude, and this can be used for dude, but it's also really used for women. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. And if you're among them, know that you are not alone and that there is a solution you can trust to deliver results. And by the way, thinning hair is a completely, it's common. It is a normal experience for millions of Americans. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. It supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning. Stress, I got that. Hormones, I think I got that. Environment, yep, got that. Nutrition, I've got that. And metabolism through whole body health. Now, it has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. And each formula is physician formulated using natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. Uh, they even did a clinical study, you guys. 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. 3,000-plus doctors, top doctors, and stylists recommended Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. Now, listen, you guys. I've been taking this now for about a month and a half. I mean, listen. It, they say that you're not going to see results for a couple of months. But I'm telling you, my hair is like the biggest it's ever been. And I'm sure that's just me not getting a haircut. But I, but I love it. Also, I said this the last time, but it is one of the coolest. In fact, I, I have one of the empty bottles that I saved just because it is like I've never like held a bottle that is like weirdly so well made. Like the heaviness of it. you It's like 
I'm like, I'm keeping this. This is wild. But okay, you guys, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show so bad it's good by going to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. And you can enter the promo code so bad. Which I always like, why is it so bad? It should be so great or so good. But yeah, the code is so bad. You get to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. And it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code so bad. Uh, you guys only, you take four pills every day and you're going to begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. Also, you guys might know my mom's going through stuff and right now she doesn't have hair. And I keep joking to her about this product and she's like, heck yeah, okay, once we're done with, I'm going to try Nutrafol. So I think Becky Bailey is going to be a customer. If you don't have, that's like the best I mean, that's that's the best customer you can get. So anyways, uh, try that. Uh, it's going to be in the show notes as well, you guys. So just click on it, check it out for yourself, and uh, hopefully you'll give it a shot. Turns out somebody get it was an, uh, a, uh, oh, now I'm going to, oh, a squirt. It was a diet squirt. Which, by the way, when I say diet squirt, I don't mean Lala and Lake Havasu. I mean the soda, <laughs> the soda diet squirt. Anyways. I'll talk about those uh, picks in one sec. Anyway, it said the message to Demois says Sandoval going hard, defending his actions and Raquel Rachel trying to justify it with the narrative that they weren't happy and never had sex. Oh boy, buddy, buddy, my pal, my buddy. What a dick move. And, and, you know, I was watching older seasons of Vanderpump Rules. And remember when uh, Jeremy Maddox, Ariana's brother, when they went to the, uh, the, the race car track, the race car track when they went to see nascar i guess and they rented that rv and then there's like a couple scenes where he was sitting out with Jax, jeremy schwartz and and you know sandoval and then in the trailer was like Brittany and ariana and they were like doing a, like a tell me more tell me more did you get very far like a summer loving kind of thing it was going back and forth and sandoval was like dude she never wants to have sex with me dude i have to masturbate and i'm in a relationship dude I don't want to do that, which, by the way, is so dark. Could you ever imagine doing that to, like, Ariana's brother? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I mean, there was, like, I was shocked. Like, you know, Jackson, you say it to Jackson Schwartz, sure. And he's like, but he goes, I have to masturbate, dude. And Jax goes, I thought I was the only one. Oh, man. Women, I'll tell you, they're horrible. And then in the trailer, uh, Ariana's like, yeah, he like he's like, you know, it's like wants to go down on me all the time. And Brittany's like, I love that. That sounds amazing. And Ariana's like, yeah, but like I'm sweaty coming home from the gym. Da, da, da. But anyways, what I think is a huge mistake here is if this is and we, you know, everybody has a reason to themselves why they do things. But the way he handled it, like I was I was texting with a mutual friend of all of theirs earlier and um I was saying like, it's all obviously it's okay to fall out of love with somebody. I mean, that happens. It's heartbreaking, but it happens. What's not okay is going about it the way he did a seven month affair. When you are a somewhat public figure, especially in reality shows where people tear behavior apart, even more so than political, you know, uh, political figures, 
it's so demeaning and disrespectful to your partner, even if you've fallen out of love with them in such a different way. We see this a lot with Katie Maloney and Schwartz this season as well, which I feel like I hope I hope that doesn't get overshadowed. I mean, it's already overshadowed for the reunion, but it's not. I hope it doesn't get overshadowed for the rest of the season, which I think we have six more episodes left. And uh, that'll really bum me out because this to me was a big Katie season and it's, it's turning into a whole nother thing, but I really want to remind people like, you know, that was, that was just truly huge. What Katie had to do for herself. And we see in last night's episode, even how bad Schwartz is, is not only being a husband, but he's bad at being an ex-husband as well. He just truly doesn't know Katie's wants, needs, or desires in any way. Doesn't make any, like, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make Sandoval and Schwartz irredeemable or just bad people from top to bottom. Obviously, they're not. But it makes them cowards. It makes them liars. It makes them somebody that, that you wouldn't look up to for a lot of reasons. Like like I said, like somebody said to me this week, I, I don't get to open all my DMs. I opened this random one. And, she, and this girl was like, remember how you used to kiss Sandoval's ass? Remember that interview you did where you were just so enamored? And I was like, hey, ha ha, yeah. And then you like loved him and he played the trumpet and it was like so weird. And I'm like, ha ha, yeah, no, I thought it was actually cool at the time. And it's like, remember how much you cried when you left? She just kept going. And I was like, yep, I did. Yeah, I can't. No, I really, really had a. I had a full-on man crush on Tom Sandoval. That, by the way, that's going to be the title of my autobiography. I had a full-on crush. I had a full-on man crush on Tom Sandoval, and here's where I was wrong. Now, if I was Lala, I would never admit I was wrong and say, you know what it is? You know what it is? But I was wrong in this case because part of the thing that I really admired about him was his relationship with Ariana. You know, that that really was something aspirational, especially of somebody that I couldn't make my marriage work uh, and my relationship in the end. I was like really enamored with him and them about that part of it specifically. So that part was was really a bummer. So I think going to this uh, on the uh, the reunion and saying, listen, she did not do things with my penis in as nearly as much as I wanted to. So I had to find somebody else that would do things to my penis. And that's what it is. And she did not support me nearly enough as Raquel. I did 20 shows last year and Ariana went to 18. And that's like, where was he on those other two shows? Where was he? Raquel Rachel was there. I'll tell you that much. Um, So, I can't diagnose anybody, right? We all want to say he's a narcissist. Seems like definitely there's something there. I will say I did get uh, a piece of information earlier that this uh, blind was very true and that he somehow still does not get it. Um, and that just shocks me. Because I'm like, at this point, and, and this person said, hey, it's going to be a tough, he's going to have a tough road ahead of him when the fog eventually lifts. And, and it's just so sad that it doesn't seem like the fog is lifted. Now, I made a meme earlier of how many times are we going to see Sandoval cry at this reunion? And Samantha Bush, Bravo historian, said, oh, you know what? I don't think he will. I think he'll be very, you know, you know, defensive and all of that stuff. And I, and I was like, Samantha, I think he can do both. I think this man can do both and he will do both. I think he'll do everything here. And I think he'll also cry. I'm like, yes, uh, 
Ariana, I of course wanted it for the work. Of course, all the memories we had, and just it just said my penis. It just uh, it's just so lonely sometimes, and I guess you just weren't attracted to me in culottes and wearing high heel shoes at those shows, and I don't know. And Raquel seems to like all of these things. Um, I don't know. I feel bad for that dude. I feel bad for that dude in the sense that in the sense that he will have to wake up to this eventually. This really did hurt his image in a lot of ways. And what we do know about Tom Sandoval is how much he loves his image. Um, and that just, uh, that sucks. It just also sucks to hear that he has not woken up from this yet. Uh, so we got those two blinds from Demois. Oh, we, and by the way, Demois, I think, is going to come on the, the pod again soon. She's awesome. And she told me, she goes, you know, I don't even watch this show. And I was like, don't worry. I don't need you to watch the show. Okay, so Vanderpump Rules seating chart. Let's get into this. Bravo knew that there would be so much, uh, you know, so many eyes on this. So they just released it. They didn't even leave us guessing. There was two seating charts because of the restraining order or the temporary restraining order that Raquel had against Sheena. So that stayed in place and she had to stay a hundred yards away from Sheena for the entire, uh, I mean, Sheena had to stay a hundred yards away from Raquel for the entire reunion and not even be in the building is what I heard. Um, which is just so awkward. So we like, you know, they can't even see each other or communicate. So I don't even believe Sheena could zoom in for those times. So this is the first seating chart. Lala. DJ James Kennedy. This is on uh, Andy's right side. Lala, DJ James Kennedy, Katie Maloney, Ariana Maddox. She gets right next to Andy. Then Lisa Vanderpump. And at this point, I'm like, Lisa, we don't need, like, babe, we don't need you here. You know, like, we're good. This is your show, but we don't, like, oh, I'd like to chime in here, Andy. I had a weird feeling something was going on because I watched an episode last week. <laughs> I've read all the, you know, like I love Lisa Vanderpump so dearly and I can't wait for her to be back on Beverly Hills. But I just was like, okay, like, you know, I wonder how much, but she started the show. Then you have Tom Sandoval next to Lisa. Uh, then you have Raquel Rachel next to Tom. And then you have Tom Schwartz next. So you have the, Rachel Raquel in between the two Toms. I love that. This is like the closest I have to like sports. I'm like, let's look on the graphic here where you can see this going over to here. This is what I'm worried about. A big swoop over here. So this is the one without Sheena. Now, uh, her best friend, Ariana's best friend, Logan, uh, put this in his stories uh, uh, earlier on today. I think it's deleted now. Ariana had one request regarding the seating chart at the reunion and it was ignored he wrote. And what that request was, I believe, is that Raquel not be seated next to Tom Sandoval because she has to, you know, look directly at the two of them. But I love, well, I don't love that it was ignored, but that's what happens when you have a TV show. Remember, this TV show is about people running towards pain, not away from it like we all do because they're making a TV show. So I don't believe that's Andy. I mean, he agreed to it, but I believe that's production, obviously. And production's like, sorry, we need that pain. We need to see you in pain. We need that. And people are curious about that. So unfortunately for Ariana, that was ignored. And I hate that so much. But at the same time, that's what's so sick is that you're like, and that's what, what makes it so powerful, right? Because it was. 
it was fully ignored and we're going to see that pain. Um, okay. So, uh, also I wanted to talk about Allie, DJ James Kennedy's, uh, girlfriend is that everybody keeps asking who the leak was to DeMaw a couple months and a half ago or two months. I have a couple guesses, but one of them, one of my guesses is actually starting to prove that new, a little bit more information that's going to come out. You're going to actually see this, this season, Allie saw Sandoval and Rocky, Rich, Rich, I'm just call it Rocky, Rachel, Rachel at the Abbey. So the Abbey is the number one gay bar, actually the number one bar in the world in terms of liquor sales. Fascinating fact I'd learned a long time ago. It's between Tom, Tom. So it's between, actually it's right next to pump. So pump the Abbey and then down the street, you got sir, and then you got uh, you have pump, and then I believe it's some restaurant, and then you have not the manhole, you have uh, motherload, and then Tom Tom. So it's all in that strip, even though I think pump is closing down now. Um, so the Abbey, like I said on yesterday's show, everybody hangs out at the Abbey. So Ali saw them, told the castmates and James, no one believed them. And this is where we get that Sheena thing from the preview of like, are you guys in an open relationship? Raquel and Tom said nothing was going on. And there's a scene that was added in the mid-season trailer that was added in on last night's episode where you hear DJ James Kennedy is like, I'm being treated like I'm crazy and we know what's going on to Allie. Um, James said, you know, it's it scares me that people are so close to it. This situation makes me feel crazy. I love that DJ James Kennedy is finally being gaslit himself. <laughs> so anyways, I believe truly that Allie or DJ James Kennedy had something to do with those Dumas posts. I have another guess after that, but that would be my, I mean, because he did tell that cast. So you have Allie, DJ James Kennedy. You also have the possibility of Lala, right? Lala, Lala is like, if Lala wasn't on this show, I believe she could be like a Heather McDonald. I know she has her own podcast, but I mean, she truly, I believe Lala is a showman, a showman, you know, like Heather McDonald, like a showman. I believe she's like razzle dazzle. I particularly sometimes like the more like real, you know, and Ariana to, I mean, Lala to me is a little more, I'm in the circus. And, and a lot of people really, really dig that. But I think there's a world that it could have been Lala as well, especially if the cast was having suspicions which we're now finding out more and more about that. So uh, that's all fascinating. Uh, let's see here. Let's get into some sound clips if, uh, if, if, if you would like to. Um, this is some audio of Andy. Uh, this is Andy at the reunion uh, seeing Katie Maloney and Lala uh, right before the reunion. Los Angeles, big day for you two. How are we doing? How are we feeling? We're on, we're ready. 10? We're ready. Oh, yeah. boy. oh my God. Yeah. You're on 10? Yeah. And Lala, I'm about there, I'll be on 100. Wow, these nails. Yeah. Well, I have to get my claws into somebody. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay, you had that. And then this is with Tom Schwartz. Ariana, is it safe to oh, say you're wearing a revenge dress today? Um, I feel like it certainly looks that way, huh? I think it's I think his eyes are gonna bleed. Dress. Look at it. <laughs> I know. I'm actually feeling a little yeah, activated hey. myself. Yeah. 
Uh, so that was Ariana sitting next to Andy. We didn't see Ariana, but we heard her. And, uh, you know, Andy was like, oh, you're wearing a revenge dress. And that seems to be black was the theme. I don't know if that was a, a cognizant theme. Lisa Vanderpump looked like she was wearing Giselle Bryant's reunion outfit with the epaulets and all of the weird jewelry, but with black. Um, so Ariana supposedly looked so amazing that Andy was going to consider being not gay from that comment right there. I found fascinating. Um, and then here is one after the reunion from Andy. Well, that was really confrontational. It was really emotional. Nothing was left unsaid. And I got some new merch to go along with my Tom Tom sweatshirt from Raquel. Check it out. He's wearing this something about her sweatshirt, which you can get uh, online. I have to tell you, once Andy posted this, I talked to somebody that uh, is in charge of the websites and uh, the sales, and they said sales skyrocketed tonight after Andy put that up. And that's so exciting. I'm so happy for them. And I will talk all about something about her in the recap. Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, Charlie Burnett was not uh, invited to the reunion, which pissed me off, which then I also imagine Peter Madrigal might not have been there when Peter comes out with his celebratory shots. He couldn't do it over Zoom, you know, like the Zoom reunion. But like Peter would come out and be like, hey, here's pump teenies for everybody. Which, by the way, Kiki Monique, talk of shame, had a little bit of a run in with Peter uh, Madrigal on Tuesday at See You Next Tuesday. So I think she's coming on the show to talk about that next week. So those were Andy's comments. I'm just so shocked that they ended at 730. I just hope that wasn't something that I should uh, worry about. But we do know Allie, DJ James Kennedy's girlfriend, was there, which I think is so great. Um, let's see here. I'm being sent information. Uh, oh, this is... Oh, my God, you guys. Okay, you have... <laughs> you have Ariana, Jared, Lipscomb, uh, Logan Cochran, uh, 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 Daddy, uh, um, Dan, uh, not Danica. Anyways, you got a group of Ariana's friends at a bar right now watching uh, Vanderpump Rules of some sort or watching something because they had Raquel Rachel on the screen and they were all like, boo, like middle fingers up in the air and stuff. So they were all screaming, including Ariana, which is really good to see just because it's good that, you know, I would just be comatose at this point. So that was really, really nice. Uh, Schwartz. Oh, this was the, uh, the, the uh, Sheena posting with Ariana right after. Claudia. They did it. They did it. Um, so that was great. I mean, so that was all, uh, that was all of the, a lot of the information that we've gotten so far, it not, not anything has been leaked leaked. We saw them coming and going. We saw the back grid paparazzi TMZ shots of Raquel and Tom Sandoval sitting, sitting, you know, sitting Indian style on the pavement uh, in front of a car. They were filming all of this and it looked like Sandoval in the footage with like getting aggressive with uh, the producer of like, Duh, I don't, I'm just tired of getting, you know, who knows what he was saying. I'm not a lip reader. Also, I love how, and I, I've seen Raquel Rachel vape in person. It's, it's, 
it's ins- inspirational, but um, she was really going at that vape. Sandoval is really seeming to uh, smoke a lot more. I do know that Sandoval, I knew, know Sandoval's smoked for a long time, but he was really seeing every paparazzi shot is him now smoking. Um, so we saw all of this happen. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I left out. My dog is is coughing right now. She just woke up from snoring. So that might be what you're hearing in the background. So, okay, we're going to end this right here. This is what we have so far. Uh, but stay tuned for part two, where is going to be a full-blown recap of this week's episode, all the silly, stupid voices, all the insanity and and thank you so much for listening or watching or any of that. What's so scary if you're watching this on YouTube is um, I always said about getting the 5,000 subscribers. We've gotten, we've gotten like a thousand new subscribers over the past week. And I think I'm like 90 more to 5,000. And I know this is so stupid, but I, I made this promise that if I ever got to 5,000 subscribers, I'd eat a raw onion. I don't want to really raw onions creep me out like not spiders or sharks, but raw onions for me. Anyways, it looks like I might have to eat a raw onion on camera. So I'm not looking forward to that, but anyways, what a day I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be tons more leaks that I'll be able to tell you about. If anything breaks over the weekend in terms of leaks, I'll probably put that on the Patreon first and then I'll tell you about it on Monday. I cannot wait. I think Sophie Ross will be back for the pop culture roundup on Monday and we will go to town on all of this stuff. I keep kind of like waiting to see if more stuff comes out before I end. Cause I, I, once I end, I'm just, uh, I guess I'll put it in the, the recap, but man, what an intense, intense time. Okay. I got to stop this. I'll see you on part two for the recap. Okay. Bye. Betches.